episode 576, Trombones of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering or play trombone. Absolutely. Do you know any trombone players in wow. your life? Only, only Commander Riker on the, <laughs> on the USS Enterprise. Who you do know personally. Who I do personally know. We should add. I happen to know of two trombone players off the top of my head, wow. which is more than I thought of when I asked that question and then thought about it and realized it was two. What I want to say to the trombone players that I know is that I'm sorry that I'm forgetting that you play trombone because I know I do know trombone players. They're out there. <laughs> They're out there. Have you thought about how many trombone <laughs> players you might know? Uh, the answer may, may surprise you. you. I'm one of your hosts this week, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And every week, honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not only are we going to play the trombone for you on this episode. That don't make a promise you cannot keep. <laughs> As we talk about murders at Karlov Manor, which is releasing this week. The pre-release was last weekend. Come out an arena uh, this week as well, which is very exciting. And I went and played a pre-release, which was a true delight. And I'm going to yeah. tell you all about it. Awesome. And continue to I cannot, flail these packs. I cannot wait to hear about it. Um, I did not go to a pre-release because Maria has already heard this. I have literally been uh, so, so stressed that I keep having this not- This is disturbing, everyone. Not a dream or a nightmare that my hair is falling out. But while I am awake, the sensation that my hair is falling out from oh, stress. Just, <laughs> just a sensation. I don't- Including my eyebrows. Oh, God. It feels, and I can't explain how this feels, but it's just kind of like- a. But Imagine not, that you suddenly were just driving and you're like thinking about the stuff you have to do and then you feel like your eyebrows are falling out. But they're not. But they're not. To be clear, they're not. But it feels like they are. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. That's what it feels like. So oh I'm very God. excited to hear about the pre-release yes. because I'm very sad that I did not get to go to one. What a, what a, what a fun time it was. Fun times were had by all. I'll explain everything and show you my deck and talk about what I thought about the cards. And yeah, any tips and tricks that I encountered? Ooh, yeah. And, uh, sneaky things that happened. I mean... It's a very cool set, everybody. I will say that. I think they knocked it out of the park. Um, early days, but that's my take. And we've got play boosters. Yes. Speaking of these boosters. Yeah, we'll talk to you about what the new play boosters like. We'll crack one and do a little flavor text theater. Yeah. Um, changes. The more things change, the more they change in magic. I think the <laughs> saying goes. But also... The more they stay the same? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, hopefully, as far as draft is concerned, um, with play <laughs> boosters, I have not yet drafted the set, but it's going to change things um, based you know, on the fact that we have one less common in these packs. Yeah. Now. And, Interesting. Yeah, we've got cards on the list in there now, too, which was wild opening that in my sealed pool. I was like, what? <laughs> Cross and Tusker, who are you? So uh, that was kind of <laughs> interesting. Who are you? <laughs> but before we dive into the murdery, blood-soaked waters of Ravnica, uh, let's dive into the decidedly less blood-soaked waters of Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Although not entirely unblood-soaked, as you may have noticed less, from the way Maria phrased it. Less blood-soaked. Less blood-soaked. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who is a patron of this podcast, whether you give dollars or blood. No, oh, I want to be clear. No one is giving blood to our podcast, and we well, are not asking for it. Uh, you're not asking for it. I might I might be a vampire for all you know. Uh, uh oh, <laughs> uh, it mean it truly does mean the world to us that that you support uh, the work that we are doing here, that you keep the show available for everyone yes. who wants to listen to it, whether they're able to contribute right now. And thank you especially to our newest patron, Joshua. Josh, Josh, Joshua, you got the closest anyone has yes. ever gotten to becoming a patron during the show. You were so close, Joshua. You were so close. So if you want to become a patron while we're recording and get, I think we said that you will get a shirt that says something like, like I'm a witch. Yes. That, oh, that's right. I'm a witch. I don't, and but not, I don't remember. But not a spooky witch. Do it. We'll say it's something like that. Which themed shirt? Yeah, it's a witch themed shirt. <clears throat> Anyways, you can talk to Joshua about when they donate. Yeah, because you almost hit it, Josh. Because you uh, almost got there. Joshua, gosh, you uh really, <laughs> you really, you really did a kind thing for us, and it really means a lot. 
I nailed that, that one. That was a very I good pun. That pun. Very good pun. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much. You can become like Josh and become a patron over at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Uh, I call it the January dump uh, for content creators because we just had the holidays, which yes. is, is a great time for content creators. And then January comes and dumps all of their, uh, their its sadness onto us, even though it's February. Maria also only poops once a year. I poop once a year and it comes in January. I save it up. And boy. That would be so unhealthy. <laughs> I just want to be clear, if that's happening to you, see a doctor. And also impossible. See a doctor. I don't know. See a doctor. Help us survive the January-February dump and become a patron because it's the slowest time of year for content creators. It really is. So it really please is. help us out. Uh, Patreon.com slash Magic. Early access to episodes. You get to, to get into our Discord. You get... Uh, there's so many things like yeah. long, longer episodes. You get to influence our commander episodes, yeah. um, all of that stuff. You can find out what you get over at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Speaking of commander, I hope you all have seen our new commander episode. That's on yes. our channel. Cause it's, it's delightful. It is a great one. Uh, and we just recorded another one. We did a little, uh, little teaser for you. And it was Excellent. It was so good. Everybody, I'm so excited for you to see. It's going to come out at the end of February. Yes. We made Oof. each other gift surprise decks. Yes. And surprises were surprised. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. Uh, and oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to see what gift deck oh, Megan so got cute. me and what gift deck I got Megan and Judge Rob and Judge Eric because it's... <laughs> It's great. Surprise and delight was had by all. Yes. Um, this past episode, though, there is a counter of how many times Megan says I'm sorry and watch it for that alone. I must <laughs> implore you. It's on our YouTube.com slash good luck high five if you want to see that. I was sorry, but also <laughs> I still did it. You still did it. Yeah. So huge thanks to Card Kingdom as well for continuing to sponsor our lovely little podcast here. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF is the link to go to for yeah. anything that you need for your magical life. And soon. They're going to have an updated website. I know. I'm excited to see it. You can see, see their little blog post about what goes into updating a website and get a little sneak peeky. It's a lot. Uh, yes, alert. exactly. I am sure. <laughs> I can't even imagine actually the, the scope of designing a website that sells this many cards. I mean, it seems like oof, I would have stress dreams. Um, my hair would fall out. Your hair, you would <laughs> my have eyebrows. waking dreams <laughs> yeah. that your eyebrows are falling out of your face. If I had to design a website. Let me tell you. Of this many cards. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> cardkingdom.com your eyebrows won't fall out if you visit this website <laughs> cardkingdom.com your eyebrows won't fall out you can uh, buy murders at Carlisle Manor there get a box it's going on sale this Friday everybody uh, available for pre-order before that uh, if you've got some cards at the pre-release by the way that you're Ooh, like hey yeah. I opened these cards but I don't really need them for any decks that I'm building you can sell them back to oh. Card Kingdom and yeah. then get a trade-in bonus which nice. I think is very cool um, so check them out Carkeenum.com slash GLHF. Keep those eyebrows on your face. <laughs> it's time for the randomizer where we had to scryfall.com, hit the random card button and try and guess what the card does based on the art alone. All right. Megan, All I, right. I found a card for you here. Ooh, I'm very excited. That Let's it, see it. I mean, it's... What's the word I want to use? It is iconic. I mean, oh. you're going to understand it instantly. I'm going to understand it instantly. It's it's from it's from the guys. <laughs> it's well, from those I'm, lads. I might have been mistaken. <laughs> it's 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 what's his name? I, I feel like Transformers. I should, I should help you. Okay. It's from Transformers. Transformers. It's a Transformer. The guys. It's the guys. Um. Yes. So this is. Oh, the red transformer, the red sorry, called the red boy, the red boy, um, <laughs> shooting a light cannon. Yeah, I mean this light cannon is pretty sick, and there's a lot of other red lads behind him. Yes, um, who are also marching behind him with his light cannon. Ooh, this is interesting to me because I am not a hundred percent whether this is like a creature or if this is a. Sp you know, of a, a sure. non-creature yeah. spell because there's something about all of them in the background looking very similar to this one that makes me feel a little bit like um, it's not about. It. But OK, we're going to go. I'm going to say that this is um, <laughs> this is Red Transformer Lad. Uh -huh. Red Transformer Lad. Red Transformer Great Lad. Name. Yes. Um, what does he, he do? Is, wow. Good question. <laughs> he is. Uh, 
Right. It, it must be an existing card, but that's okay. I'm going to say he's three in a red for a, uh, it's like a flame tongue Kavu kind of effect, right? It's like a four, two that when it ETBs deals two damage to something. Great. Great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to tell you some bad news. <laughs> what? <laughs> Number one, this is not a transformer. What? <laughs> Uh, that's the main bad news, but I mean, it really, wow. it really does look like one. Uh Oh, but if it's not a transformer, then what do you think it's from? It must be from brother's war. Yeah, so you're well, no, that's also wow. not right, but I get where you're coming from. What is it from? It's from the Warhammer oh, commander. Decks. The other one, the <laughs> other transformers. Yes. Uh, this is redemptor dreadnought. Okay. From the 40 K decks. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> I don't even, uh, I don't know how to say this Warhammer word. My husband's going to kill me. Astartes Dreadnought. That's the creature type. Okay. It's a 4-4. Four, four, uh, fallen Warrior. As an additional cost of cast a spell, you may exile a creature card from your graveyard with Trample. And it also has Plasma Incinerator. Whenever Redemptor Dreadnought attacks, if a card is exiled with it, it gets plus X plus X until end of turn where X is the power of the exiled card. Oh, nice. I knew that that light gun was important. Yeah, you you nailed that the light, light gun. The light gun is a very, like, well done by this artist. Uh, who's the art by? This art is by Philip Helliwell. Yes. Very good job emphasizing that the light gun is important in this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, it looks like a transformer. Wow, not a transformer. <laughs> I, for one, am shocked. <laughs> All right, what do you right. got for me? Here you go, Maria. Okay. I, I like this guy. Oh, yeah. I felt like you would. Uh, what is going on? There is a man crouched in the forest. Yeah. Um, great hat. <laughs> number one it goes oh over he's also wearing a blindfold it's yeah. not part of the hat and it's a weird looking blindfold because it looks like he can still see through it but it looks like he can see truths that are hidden to normal human eyes yeah do you know, that's all accurate honestly <laughs> looking at this art <laughs> he's, yeah he's sitting on top of what i looks to be an old piece of machinery that has rusted and gone out of use or maybe it's a tree i'd don't know if it's organic or man-made. I can't tell. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is definitely a druid of some kind. Um, so I'm going to call this one uh, Truth Seer Druid. Oh. Because he's wearing that special mask. Um, mm -hmm. And this is a green creature. He is a 2-3 for 4 mana. And he can... Um, scry when you play another green card wow i like that card that's actually yeah that might that's be a, a cool card good card um this is dreamscape artist okay one in a blue for a blue. one one creature human spell shaper okay. two in a blue tap discard a card sacrifice a land search your library for up to two basic land cards and put them into play then shuffle your library Wow, what yeah. a basic. Uh, <laughs> basic. <laughs> that creature's basic. Yes. But I got to say, great job on the art of like yes. a basic card, but that's cool art. It's very cool art. Also, I feel like he's perched on a skull. Is that a skull? Like it looks like a little bird skull. Like I think he might be tiny. Oh. Wait, no, he's a human. Well. Well, maybe it's a giant. A giant bird. It looks a little bit like a skull to me. That's Shocked all. that it is a blue card. Yeah. Must, must say. But but great job on that art. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, this is also, so the original printing was Planar Chaos, and this is when they would still just put puns as the flavor text. He's mastered the art of sleight of land. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Leave the building. You know, normally I'd let that slide, but that is egregious. No. Uh, that, is, that is egregious. <laughs> Art by yeah. Jim Murray. Jim Murray. Props to Jim Murray on that weird really, little yeah. dude. Looking good. Looking good. Okay, friends, let's talk about the murders at Karlov Manor pre-release. I have my deck here. Oh, Maria, I'm obsessed with these little punch-out tokens. Yeah, they Ugh. gave us some great punch-outs um, for this set. As you can see, we've got like suspected and yes. case solved that you can put on the cases. Oh, I love the suspected and case solved. They also, like, because they had room, I suppose, yeah. they have stuff like unlocked. Yeah. Um, they have little plus one, plus one. They have stun, which is very nice. Poison, minus one, minus one. Flying. So they also use the space to make some other little punch-outs, which I, I really am... 
These are so cute. I like them. Check out that forest I opened. Oh my goodness. Looking pretty good. Oh, gorgeous. And also I noticed this. Oh, here's another cute little case solve thing that came in the yeah. kit. Um, Some of the stores got these super cool clue tokens. Check wow. that out. Wow. It like even has their like store on yeah, it. Yeah, the store names on it. They're made of wood. I think <gasps> these went out to WPN premium stores, yeah. I can imagine. Um, And they gave them one out to everybody who played. And I just. These are so cute. I'm obsessed with these. I'm obsessed with this They're thing. really, it's really, really good. good. So, um, yeah, the pre-release I went to was at Tower Games. It was a smaller pre-release as it was Sunday, and uh, there's only a few of us there, but it was a great time nonetheless. Uh, re really casual, fun hangout vibes at this pre-release. And I had a pretty good deck, I think. I went two and one with this deck, and I'm going to tell you who I lost to, which uh, is a story that is... <laughs> the, deck, the deck they made was... A true work of art, everyone. I'm very excited. Um, which made my deck feel so basic, but <laughs> but here we are. Uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd made a black white deck. Um, Orzov. Now we can we can talk about the Orzov Syndicate um, yeah. because that's the real deal here. I had plenty of two drops this time, as you remember last pre-release. Yes, I got run over yeah. real good. That was Ravnica. That was Ravnica remastered one, and I opened our preview card. Wow, great! Outrageous robbery. Um, draw a million cards. Do whatever you want with it. Didn't cast it. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, I put it. I have one, two, three, four, five two drops because I was just so scared about not having enough. Yeah. Um, there's a copy, two copies of Long Goodbye, which Ooh, were in my deck. Um, that that card is also real. Card's nice. really good. That's the one in a black instant. This spell can't be countered. Includes by ward ability. PS. Uh, destroy target creature or planeswalker with mana value three or less, which is important, of course, for all those face down disguised creatures that yeah. were running around on the battlefield. Um, keep in mind, uh, those creatures are not morphs, which I made the mistake of. I'm, I think on more than one occasion, they have ward two. everybody. Yes, they so really do. That is important with long goodbye. I'm sorry if I forgot that in a game, somebody, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, and here is a extract confession, which was, um, sacrifice spell. So I had a lot of good removal in black soul innervation, yeah. which is a flash enchantment that gets minus four, minus four until end of turn, uh, which is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, what's the other one I have? Slice from the Shadows, which is minus X, minus X Ooh. until end of turn. Spell also can't be countered. Let's put out the rest of my creatures here. I got a Flyers, some Flyers, Museum Nightwatch guy. We'll talk about him. I had a card to get back cards from my Graveyard, Macabre Reconstruction. Here's my Rares, Hunted Blood uh, Bone Brute, Ooh. which is a 6-2 for three mana. Wow. Menace, and it gives my opponent dogs when it comes into play, <laughs> which is kind of cute. Tomic, Wielder of Law. Hi, Tomic. Wow. 2-4 um, Flyer. This is a mythic. Affinity for Planeswalkers. Okay. Flying Vigilance. Whenever an opponent attacks with creatures, if two or more of those creatures are attacking you or a Planeswalker you control, that opponent loses three life and you draw card that wow. happened once during a game I was like they attacked me and I'm like you know I have Tomic right and they're like yeah but what am I gonna do and I'm like that's right nice give me that nice. card uh and the best card in my deck I had a vein ripper wow you read that bad boy all right we have vein ripper three black 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 six five flying <laughs> Ward, sacrifice a creature. Uh-huh. Whenever a creature dies, target opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Pretty sick, huh? Wow. Card's too good. That card is, this card seems very good. Yeah, so that was busted AF. Um, um, Love that card. <laughs> but I, I I felt, I apologize when I played it every time because I'm like, look, this card's too good. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, but here we are. Um, So yeah, this is the deck. What do you think? You know what? This looks really nice. Um, like you said, like you have some good early drops. Um, you have some really nice rares, like some yeah. like this top end absolving Lamasu, which is also just like a four three flyer. Yeah, great. Like you said, like these flyers, very nice. Love a flyer. Um, you have some great removal. Like this looks really solid to me. Yeah, I'd be super happy with this. I was very happy with this deck. It it played out beautifully thanks to the help of some of my lower end creatures, mm -hmm. including Unyielding Gatekeeper is one that I had. This is another rare. This is a very cute elephant cleric. Yeah. Three, two for one in a white with disguise and then one in a white. You can flip it up. When unyielding gatekeeper is turned face up, exile another target non-land permanent. If you controlled it, return it to the battlefield untapped. Otherwise, its controller creates a two, two white and blue detective creature token. Whoa, that card is sick. That card's great. That card's very good. What do you need? Do you need to save one of your creatures like your vein ripper? 
Okay. Okay. Do you need to deal with their vein ripper? Wow. Okay. You know, like, yeah. Fabulous card. Well costed. Loved that guy. Nice. Yeah. That seems great. Um, I wanted to call out Museum Night Watch as something that was interesting to me. This is three and a white for a three, two. Uh, when it dies, you make a two and two, two white and blue detective creature token. Um, which is great. It yeah. also has disguise on it for one and a white, which I thought was really nice because it's got one extra power on the flip up. Yeah. And then when it dies, you basically kind of get it back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, super annoying. Really I solid card. It looks like for your, for your opponent. So would you be a guard at a, muse like a night guard at, at a museum? Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love the idea of <laughs> okay. in, in concept. Okay. Love the idea. Being in a museum seems like a fun time, right? Uh, you get to be around art. That's fun. Being in a museum at night seems sick. And you get to watch it come to life, right? Yeah. And hang out with it. That's yeah. the other plus. Exactly. The minus is you're working the night shift, which I have done before. Yeah. And Rough. it is awful. And it's a carcinogen, turns out. <laughs> um, Wild. It's just a horrible experience. Yeah. I would never do it again. Number two, you have to stand. And I'm bad at standing for long periods of time. All right, fair enough. So I have to say no. What about yeah. you? Oh, I mean, like you said, the being awake at night thing, it would be pretty rough for me. It's hard to have a life. That's yeah, all. Exactly. I like to see my friends. Yeah. I like to hang out. Um, but... Gosh, I do think I'd like it. It's going to be peaceful. You exactly. Know? It'd be really cool. Nothing. Much oh, going and you on. would just be like, it would be impossible to creep you after a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you would just you be, can't be creeped. You can't be. You would just be like, listen, my friend, <sighs> I walk around a dark museum by myself at night. You think you can scare me? Untrue. No. A mummy me. has literally come to life has in my literally presence. literally come to life. <laughs> And tried to order me around building pyramids. And I had to tell him no. Yeah. You know, so nothing could ever get that. you. Consider um, that. That's a good point. Would you, okay. Would you attempt art theft? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We don't have to. Well, this was a weird tangent, well, but I don't know. It just kind of occurred to me. I mean. We're not talking about, what actually, are the we're talking about a detectives. What are the consequences? I mean, classic, you might get caught. That's Ooh. all. Well, oh, yeah, I guess it, the I have to answer no because I haven't. But yeah, if I was in like a crime world, yeah, that would probably be at the top of my list of crimes. Of types of crime that you would be interested yes. in committing. Yes, because yeah. you get to do fancy crime. <laughs> It is the fanciest crime of them all. I would say I think that museum crime is the is like the fa one of the fanciest crimes. Yeah. So like you could you know yeah <laughs> feel very fancy to yeah describe. absolutely. But I would I'm too anxious. I would be scared that I would be caught by the lasers at any moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But Absolutely. I would like to try and do the laser maze, you know, like yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Be pretty <laughs> in, the, cool. in that movie, Laser Butts. <laughs> yeah, we all know that movie. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? It, it should be called Laser Butts. <laughs> what the heck movie am I even I talking have about? I legitimately no idea you what you're talking listeners. about. What are you talking about? Really? Hold on. I'm going to Google Catherine Zeta Jones Laser Butts. And I, I bet cannot, you it's going to come up. I cannot wait for whatever the answer and is. And it's Sean Connery. What? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Catherine Zeta-John laser butts. Entrapment. It was the first result. They I don't, knew what I've I was talking about. never heard of that film in my life. Really? Yeah. Her and Sean Connery go wow. through some lasers. And there it is. The shot from the trailer I was thinking of. <laughs> Wow. But it's just like her butt. It is just <laughs> her butt. It's egregious laser butts action yeah. going under a laser. Yeah. All right. Entrapment. Was it any good? I don't recall. My guess is going to be no. Probably not, but. What does Rotten Tomatoes say? Uh, okay. I need to actually put in the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You mean, you mean that, that Googling Catherine Zeta-Jones laser buds didn't show up the Rotten Tomatoes page <laughs> for a That wasn't the first one. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, answered. Wow. Uh, tomato meter, 40% fresh. Wow. Audience score, 50%. So no. No. Very, We're going to go very with no. Bad. That movie seems quite yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah. But we on should the watch it our art crime l level, probably yeah. 
pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this this it was a very fun pre-release um, because disguise and morph are great mechanics. Oh, very. Period. Love morph as a mechanic, and yeah, I love disguise as a mechanic. You know, you get to play cards on curve, even if you're missing land drops for a while or mm-hmm. whatever. So it helps you out with that. Uh, we love a good surprise. What's going to happen when it <laughs> is undisguised, which yeah. is very flavorful as well for a murder set. Um, there's cool stuff that happens when cards are flipped up. For instance, I talked about the unyielding gatekeeper, mm-hmm. uh, museum night watch surprise. I'm not dead after all. I'm going to yeah. leave, leave behind a two, two detective, whatever. Like it was just very cool stuff that happened. Absolutely. Still in love with the morph mechanic. They've made it better with yeah. Ward too on these cards. Um, and yeah, there was lots of interesting things to do. Uh, collecting evidence was very fun. I yeah. had a card that cared about that, which was polygraph orb, four and a black for an artifact. When it enters the battlefield, look at the top four cards of your library, put two of them into your hand, and the rest you need the graveyard. You lose two life, play that anyway, yeah. probably. Uh, it's a little expensive, but whatever. And then it has the activated ability, two and tap, collect evidence three. Each opponent loses three life unless they discard a card or sacrifice a creature. Nice. Seems so great. I loved that card. Yeah. And that collecting evidence um, was not a problem yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> All my years of detective mystery novel reading have paid off. Also, you just have to respect a set that has a card called Crovod Haunch. Yeah, it's just a ham. It's a ham. This is what Ham Cat was eating. Ham Cat. <laughs> this is a I Ham Cat him. snack. Ham Cat. That's just a good equipment. Yeah. Great. Do you want your creature to have a giant ham that it's wielding? Yes. Great. You can sack it to gain life. Everyone should be able to smack someone with a ham. You can get dogs from it, which is also very funny. Yes. Um, Excellent. The clue weapons in this set are also hilarious. Yeah. Because there's wrench and me and my opponent would just laugh whenever like they attach their wrench to something and they're like, (laughs) it's holding the wrench now. Like there's a defender wall that just had a wrench. (laughs) That wall, that, that wall over there is holding a wrench. That just delighted me to no end that that wall had a wrench. Yeah. So that was super fun. Um, so this is a straightforward Orzov build. Like I said, performed very well. Uh, yeah. Fun cards, did fun things. Powerful cards, I would say, as well. Yeah. Um, it continues the trend of more text being on cards of magic. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the deck that you, th- that you yes. lost to. I want to, I need to hear this story. So my opponent in the last round playing for the crown, um, pl- uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I've got a sweet Orzov deck. This thing's low to the ground. Great removal. I was feeling on top of the world. Yeah. I sit down next to this opponent. They mean business. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Uh, <laughs> On, I have to look up the card. Hold on, because I need to tell you what the mana cost was. Uh, was because I don't want to get that wrong. Uh, this one. Yep. Okay. It is in fact. All right. So we're going along. I'm feeling pretty good. Turn five, and I'm like, I've developed my board. I've killed something they've played. Whatever. And what do they drop? None other than Niv Mizzet Guild Pact. Woof. Which, let me read you this card, everybody. This is white, blue, black, red, green. That's right. Great. Full Wooberg on turn five. Good job, them. I mean, A+. Nice plus. team. This is a 6-6 six, six, flying hexproof from multicolored dragon avatar. Whenever Niv-Mizzet Guildpack deals combat damage to a player, and let me tell you, it will. <laughs> it deals X damage to any target. Target player draws X cards, and you gain X life, where X is the number of different color pairs among permanency control that are exactly two colors so which is a lot of cards in this set wow obviously wow even though it's not a guild set we have a lot of guild stuff running around they had built the most incredible five color deck that i've ever witnessed at a pre-release just played all of their busted guild cards yeah was able to do so because of the disguise mechanic yeah we can just bide some time playing these tutus until you can turn them face up they had a couple of the rare lands the scry lands which by the way get real those those lands are really good yeah obviously um and niv mizzet on turn five i like shouted in the room i'm like niv mizzet on turn five <laughs> just because i felt everybody had to know everyone should know nobody turned around although some of that player's opponents might have been like we know yeah, we've been we got we've been there we got nived anyway game continues um 
this is game three now. They play it again, and I'm like, this time I'm ready for you, Niv. I'm going to cast my, what, what is it called? Slice from the shadows yeah. to kill this thing. Oh, no, I think I did it actually with the elephant. Oh. I'm like, I'm ready for you. Boom, elephant, exile that thing. Give yourself a dumb detective. And I was like, feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> the following turn, dear, dear reader, they played a second one. What? <laughs> yep. That is, <laughs> that pool is unreal. It was disgusting. That's very funny. And I and they were just like, "Yeah, I had to." And I'm like, "Of course you had to. Of course you, you had, had no to. other rares." Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. were all Niv Mizzet. I was gonna, yeah, two Niv Mizzet and four lands. <laughs> okay. I mean, truly a beautiful deck. The player was also very good. Obviously, to build that kind of deck, it's difficult. Yeah. Um. I got to say, I was just sitting there, green That's eyes great. of jealousy, watching that deck yeah. play out. Felt like a real dum-dum playing my Orzhov deck across from that. Like, <laughs> so I will say, yeah. five color, you can do it. All I right. witnessed it in sealed. And if it can be done in sealed, it can be it done can in be draft. Done. Yeah. Here's a question that I have for you. Yeah. How often did you disguise? Sure. Great question. Yeah. I disguised every single game. All right. So like, yeah, you're, yep. you're into disguise, not too slow. Yeah. Uh, no, because for instance, here's a good example. This card here is Sanguine S Savior, which is one white black for a two, one flying lifelink uh, disguise for uh, Orzov Orzov. When it's turned face up, another target creature you control gains lifelink until end of turn. Great. So sometimes you had interesting decisions. Like, yeah. do I just want to play this on turn three? as a 2-1 flyer with lifelink to start it's pretty nice getting in yeah or do i want to save it and pay one extra mana essentially yeah. to turn it face up and give something else lifelink and uh do it that way so it didn't feel like too expensive to me because it's on cheaper cards like this yeah that i could just decide to play out as a 2-1 and get down to business great er earlier yeah um okay another question yeah how like how did you feel about the format in general um, That's a whole. Great question. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. Like I said, disguise was an interesting. All of my games were interesting. Yeah. Even the Mizzet guy. Like I felt like I wasn't complete dog in the fight. Yeah. Like I really, honestly, I was. But I mean, <laughs> I didn't feel like one. Yeah. Like I got them down to three life, and I made a misplay with my uh, vein ripper. So I could have, I could have defeated them. I think I'm not 100 percent my memory, but whatever. Yeah. Not overall, but in one game. Um and. I played the other two play games I played. Interesting stuff happened. People were bringing cool decks to the table. And maybe I say this every pre-release, but I just felt like there was a lot of stuff to keep track of and a lot yeah. of stuff to do on the battlefield because of disguise, because you're suspecting various other creatures or whatever. I really enjoy having a lot of different things happening uh, within the game itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's not just creatures in hand, playing sorceries, instance, whatever. Did you feel like you noticed a difference with play boosters versus draft boosters? Ooh, well, I'm playing how many rares in this deck? One, two, three, four. Yeah. So I guess maybe the real question would be, what about uncommons? Like, does this deck feel like it has more uncommons? Because I do think that there's more uncommons as a result, That's, right? I've got this. We have one. My ham. Two, my ham is an three, uncommon. Six. I don't know. I guess yeah. I'd have to go back and look and see see it, what it looks like in other decks. But yeah, I think draft is going to be the real question. That's true. Obviously. Um, and we're going to crack open one of these bad boys so you can see what it's like, everybody. Yeah. Um, but I had a fabulous time playing this set and I cannot wait for it to drop on Arena. So yeah, uh, go out there and try it out, everyone. I want to hear about your experience, too. Uh, post in our Discord if you're a patron and let us know how you liked the pre-release or how you like drafting um, on Arena or at your LGS. We love deck picks in, yeah. in our Discord. So well, let's see them. Everybody, it's time for Flavor Tech Theater movie pitches. Uh, you know, our favorite, our favorite one. We have yet to be contacted by any studios, but maybe they just don't have the correct contact information. Yeah, maybe they just, it's getting caught in our spam folders. Exactly. So make sure that, uh, we'll check our spam folder next yeah, time. Yeah, it's probably in there. Uh, ooh, a little Thopter token. Yeah, Thopters are around. Grav Ravnica. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to, uh, we cracked open this play booster. 
Yeah. And we're going to uh, play pitch, you, pitch you some movies based on the titles of these cards. Ooh, okay. I've got a movie for you right <laughs> All here. All right, let's go. All right, so this is going to be a TV series, actually, because I think Ooh, that's okay. going to be better. Um, this is a person whose job it is in the police department to, after cases have been solved and closed, like from like cold cases. So this would not cold case because that means not solved, but whatever, from like years ago, their job is to go through the, the archives. <laughs> Don't ask me why you would ever hire uh-huh. someone to do this, uh-huh. but that's the conceit. We'll figure it out later. Maybe, right. maybe this is a British thing. Seems British. Uh, their job is to go through the old cases and make sure they were closed correctly. Oh, because uh, it was back in the day and maybe DNA evidence would exonerate people or whatever nowadays, or there's something somebody missed. Yeah, for sure. And that's their job. And yeah. so this is actually, this actually sounds important. And now that I'm thinking about this it, I'm like, work. this seems like a good show. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so they come across tons of cases. They don't like their job. They're alone in the basement. Nobody talks to them. Yeah. They're like that person who's doing the worthless, thankless job that nobody cares about. And like also police, their fellow officers or detectives are getting mad at them because they're don't want them to go through their work and check it and find mm-hmm. mistakes. So nobody likes them. And they find a case that it was done incorrectly, yeah. you know? And what happens is they dive into it and they find out way more under the surface than they ever thought would that yeah. had ever been there before. They get sucked into a seedy underworld of other crimes and whatever attached to this crime because it hadn't been solved correctly. Other crimes have offshooted from it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Green light. Green light for aftermath analyst. Green light. I, I, we, yeah, let's do it. I think this sounds Straight, I, we now make a, like, I have a series order for this. I'm like, this doesn't yeah. sound like a good idea. Now I'm just like, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> also, it's like, also strong X-Files vibes. Oh yeah, X-Files vibes. It's like the one person, but then they have to have their scully, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a scully in there for sure. Yeah. Okay, um, this is like in the classic vein of like rookie of the year, if you remember like those types of movies where the rookie of the year is like the kid injures his arm and then he becomes a major league pitcher because he, ha- he can throw a really good fastball. I gotta tell you, Anyways. The sound of that arm haunts me to this yeah, day. Don't, it's terrible. Like just the the image of that kid falling and having to be in that cast for forever. Terrible. Oh. Anyways, but in that vein, um, this kid one day like finds this hat. Um, <laughs> and they realize if they put up like they, you know, they just like jokingly wear it around. But yeah. then they realize if anyone asks them a question, they automatically know the answer. Wow. And it happens when they're wearing the when hat. They're it's, like wearing a special, the hat. it's a special hat that somehow <laughs> when they're wearing it, they know the answer. And obviously because of movie magic and kid land, yeah. they like get all, they get like really high up in like the FBI, right? <laughs> like they just like yeah. someone scouts Yo, them kid, and they're like, hired. this kid knows all the answers, right? <laughs> Um, but then obviously there's like a, a criminal of some kind who like gets wise to it Ooh. Um, and they steal the hat. Yeah. And so, and then he doesn't know, an- like the kid doesn't know the answers anymore. Oh no. Also it was all these boys. This one's a girl. Okay. And great. she doesn't know the answers anymore. Um, and so she has to use her actual smarts to hunt the hat back down. Um, and obviously at the end of the day, yeah. it's like, this is too much for too anyone po- much to have, power. Like, put it away, like, you know, hide it for forever in thinking cap that's great green that's light disney, disney channel, channel original come for, like come for this right there this is this is for you <laughs> that's so good okay um this movie is another kid's movie shockingly um this is done in the style of who is that nanny helper teacher who mrs doubtfire <laughs> This was a series of books. Amelia Bedelia. That did get made into a movie. I remember it. um, Where like a kid wouldn't take a bath and she's like, well, okay, then we're going to plant a garden on you. Mary Poppins? No. Started with an F, did it? I have named every famous film nanny. This is, I'm not making it up. It is true. And she like, like, oh, you don't want to take a bath? That's fine. Instead, you're going to just cultivate a garden that's going to grow on you. And we're going to put like dirt on you and grow radishes out of your skin and whatever. Never mind. This is a nightmare. Yeah. That, that one is sticking in my head because it was so that's gross. horrific. And eventually, of course, the kid is like, I can't take this anymore. I'm going to take a bath or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it's like hard lessons taught in a torturing way. Um, <laughs> Gosh, it's gonna bug me. Okay, I'm gonna look up. I'm looking. I'm looking up what that could um, be. famous fictional nannies. I don't know if she was a nanny or she uh, something. 
anyway, this movie is like that um, in that there's kids and they want something, you know, like, for example, I want to be a famous YouTuber, which I think is every kid's dream currently. And like, let us be an example to you. Do not do it. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But uh, they have a dream or something they want to do. Like, oh, I want to grow up in. I don't know. That's that's one example. I want to be a Minecraft YouTuber or whatever. And what happens is they go to this woman and she gives them a cup of juice and they drink the juice and their dream comes true. But then they find out all of the bad things associated with that. And they realize, oh, actually, my life was just fine. I don't have to be a famous YouTube Minecrafter. Um, And they learn lessons about being an adult. What did you find? Okay, here we go. Fictional nannies. Mary Poppins. No. This is my favorite thing. Instead of saying Mrs. Doubtfire, they call her Madam Doubtfire. Wow. <laughs> Fancy. Nanny McPhee. No. No. Jane Eyre. No. no. Maria Von Trapp. No. Fran Fine. No. Nanny Hutchinson. No. Abilene Clark. Gosh, what am I going to Google? Clara Oswald. Who, who is uh, this? Nanny who grows radishes. Oh, that's Doctor Who. On Kid. Mrs. Pigglewiggle. Oh. There it is. Okay. She's not showing up. She's not a very famous nanny. What was she, though? Was she not a nanny? Or was she just a oh, guy? She is. Okay, look. I'm going to look up te- International Women's Day honoring the 10 best TV and film nannies of all time. I don't think they understand International Women's Day. Okay, this is. She was just a lady in a neighborhood, I guess. Maria Von Trapp. And the okay. kids would come over and their parents would like, take my child. They're misbehaving. Anyway, the name of my movie is oh, called yeah. Pick Your Poison. So it's similar to Mrs. Piggle Wiggle. Oh, Mary Poppins. But maybe more dark. I don't know. Even um, darker. Nanny McPhee is an immortal witch and nanny. <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Christine Parker from Adventures in Babysitting. She's very famous, but not good at her job. Um... Okay, do you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Mrs. Piggle Wiggle is just not making the cut. Ah, wow. Miss Piggle Wiggle. Well, no. we've we've learned that her methods could have been controversial. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that one was kind of disturbing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this uh <laughs> um this, this uh this movie is about um a like a, a the debate, you know, like the high school debate circuit. <laughs> Do you um, know about that, by the way, the high school debate circuit? I can only imagine that it is a fraught place. It is more messed up than you can possibly imagine. I can imagine it being pretty messed up, okay, to be fair. Okay, well, let me tell you. <laughs> how about this? I okay. didn't know this because I was in speech and yeah. I was not on the debate side of things, which speech already, I'm like, Ugh. okay. But debate that you have to, you're graded on how many points you make during your argument, right? Yeah. But what that means is people game the system so they don't just sit up here and be like well here's i'm arguing the case of x and here's one point and here's another point instead they t- try to talk as fast as humanly possible yes i, to get I, I all have those heard points that. in there yeah it's, it's i'm like what are you doing it's literally about like how fast they go it's just yes. that's messed up that shouldn't be what up. it is like yeah. that doesn't make any sense there's anyway. also been like plenty of stuff that's like shown that right like um kid like kids from like a like non-traditional I don't even want to say non-traditional but kids from like not just like rich or middle class white backgrounds trying to like using like not even personal anecdotes but right but like their perspective sure sure and different like judges kind of being like well no you shouldn't be using that like Ah, you should only be using facts and you're like you you're basically saying that people with different backgrounds, like it's not viable to like have a different background and use your lived experience to talk about something, which is just like favors people who come from yes. like the most mainstream background. Anyways, how did we get on this? I mean, it's just <laughs> it's shocking to me. Somebody yes. fix this. Like that is yeah, not I what agree. a debate is. Hey, if you are a listener of this podcast and you have the power <laughs> to fix the state of debate high school debate in the United States, please Please do do it. Do it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Continue. Okay. So yeah, this is like a, this is an even more messed up than usual because there's this one team, right. From like, we'll say they're from like a classic, like very prestigious and secretive prep school somewhere. It's like a boarding prep school. Nice. Um, and they are just like, they're doing so well and they've always, they have a legacy of always doing well, but like this team is especially to the point where sometimes the spooky thing will happen in debates and like their other team will start arguing their side for them. 
Emma Whoa. because they've been so they've been so good at arguing. Okay. And then it turns out that obviously they are involved in some spooky occult stuff. Yes. Which is just you yes. know, it's like classic dark academia YA. Yeah. Please once again come buy this from me, Disney. Uh persuasive interrogators. That's very cool. Love an occult debate team. Yeah, love we love an occult debate team. <laughs> This next one is a college guy movie, a la road trip, uh, I don't know, Euro trip. It's just a terrible movies yeah. in that vein. The Hangover. The Hangover. Thank you. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, so what happened? <laughs> I apologize for what I'm about to say. What happens in this movie <laughs> is there's a stoner guy in college flunking out of his school. Just doesn't do anything but eat Cheetos and lay around play who knows what all day. And Doing it, it right, man. one day he uh, takes a v- very big dump. He takes a big poop. <laughs> it's important. It's January. Yeah, it's January. It's time for his one poop of the year. Takes a huge poop. And this poop, it, and he's like, oh my God, like that was what just happened. And he walks out of the bathroom <laughs> He can't flush it. This is important <laughs> because he's like, uh-huh. where's the plunger? And he comes out and instead <laughs> of his like horrible, dingy, whatever life that he had just walked out of, uh, all his like dreams have come true as he exits the bathroom. So I like, cannot wait for the title of this film. Yeah. Like his parents call and they're like, hey, great job on your grades this semester, buddy. We didn't think you'd get all A's. Uh, his super attractive girlfriend walks by and he's like, whoa. What? <laughs> he like has a job offer coming in the mail, whatever. And he continues to ride high on high on the hog, but he's like, I cannot flush that turd because that's what made that's what made all this happen <laughs> in this magical poop movie called Deduce. <laughs> Uh, spelled a little differently than on the magic card, but you all get it. <laughs> wow. How are we ever like, you know, what am I supposed to do about that? What am I supposed to do after that? I don't watch deduce. Watch deduce. Oh my goodness. A terrible piece That's of trash. Very... <laughs> um, all right. What do you got? Um, this is in the vein of like ratatouille, um, except it's about like, <laughs> um, it's about like a, it's not programming. It's more like hard, right? Like hardwiring of computer systems. Um, and this guy is like just struggling. He's like just not very good at it, even though it's like his family legacy. Um, but luckily, <laughs> but luckily, he makes a little mouse friend who will go inside the computer, these, and he does it for like su- right supercomputers because they're so big. So he has a little, and they're like, "How is he so good at this?" But the answer is he has a little mouse who's really good at climbing Great. through all the wires I and love like it. plugging in everything where it's supposed to be in inside source. I love that. The mouse is truly inside the computer. Did you know the uh, my favorite episode of Ghost Rider um, is Max Mouse. It's a two-parter featuring, oh gosh, what's her name? The mouse who plays Ratatouille. Yeah, featuring the mouse who plays Ratatouille. <laughs> no, oh gosh, it's killing me. <sighs> anyway, famous person with a fake yeah. news, nose ring as a child actor. Um, And it's great about hacking right. and the hacker's name is Max Mouse. <laughs> Um, this movie is set in a graveyard um, where like th- uh, a murder happens in the graveyard and somebody is buried inside a grave so that they, <gasps> d- they don't know nobody can find the body. Because where's yes. the last place you look for a body? A graveyard, right? Yeah. Hidden in plain sight, if you will. Um, but there is a mausoleum next to where this murder happens. And it's a very rich family's mausoleum. And there's like the statues outside like gargoyles but there's also like a woman statue and she witnesses this murder this statue lady the statue witnesses the murder and it is and she come to life <laughs> she out of her granite she comes to life Gasp. And, and has to right the wrongs done that she witnessed in her graveyard uh, and then go back she like falls in love but then is like sorry i can't i'm made of stone <laughs> oh no she has to go back to her spot yeah and uh, in granite witness do they does does her does her love come yeah, and kiss he, her statue? He, he maybe he turns into granite too next oh, to her. That'd be nice. Okay, this uh this is my last pitch. Okay. This is a like you know how they make 
teen Shakespeare's. Yes. This is a Regency Shakespeare. Oh, I've already put the money in the bank. It's on the way. Shonda Rhimes, call me. Um, Okay. This is about like, there's, you know, like a classic, like quiet, like upper crust, like English, you know, like social circle out in the country in Regency, uh, in Regency England. Um, And they're like, things are kind of like shaken up when a very handsome, like man comes to town. Like a classic, uh, classic Ray who's just kind of like making his way through society and kind of just like ingratiating himself with all of the ladies. Great. Um, But it turns out that there's like kind of a scandal because no one knows who his parents are. Um, And it turns out that he like- Is his own parents. That he was uh, like as a child, like his his stepmother uh, like had sent him away and like told his father that he died in order to like cut him out of the inheritance. Wow. Wow. Right, in order to cut him out and have like her kids, I like, love like that. a little bit Cinderella, but rather than like making her like like work in the household, she's just like, oh, your kid died, and then like sends her away, <laughs> and she's come back to try and like revenge herself, like revenge himself against the stepmother. Except obviously, the whole time it's a girl in disguise as a guy. Oh wow! Right, and That's she's great. come back to revenge herself on the stepmother and like re-earn her father's favor after him thinking that she's been dead this whole time, and also obviously tons of ladies fall in love yes um, thumbs up exactly in rakish scoundrel that's great seriously shonda call me we've had some great movies so hot today like uh i gotta say deduced just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i will say do you want, these are some of our best pitches in a while we've had some good pitches here everybody um, but good card names in this set that's what in i was part, gonna that's yeah. gonna say good card names equal good movies yeah that's how wow. it goes does a does the title make the movie Oh, oh, interesting. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends and family, thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of uh, Murders at Karlov Manor. Yeah. I also had flipped up the card sharp eyed rookie, but I didn't say it because you had already rookied. Oh, there's magnifying oh, yeah. glass. Oh. And not on my watch. Also, a, that would have been a good Ooh, one. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, very fun set, it looks like. Yes. Can't wait to oh. get my hands on more of these cards. Thank you once again to new patron Joshua. Thank you, Josh. Really, really, really excellent. Um, all of our patrons are really excellent. That's thank so you true. so much. You can become a patron before our next episode and stop the January dumps by going to patreon.com slash GLHF magic. More dump talk this episode than usual. Wow. So. Way more. Jeez. Uh, well, way. that's why we all have to put in one episode so that it doesn't, you know. Yeah. You want it all in one episode get, so get that all it's not across them all. All right. Uh, thank you to Card Kingdom as well. You can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Um, and now we're going to continue on with the episode for our producers. Yes. We've got some uh, excellent topics lined up for you um, for the next few producer episodes, um, and especially this next one. So if you're not a producer yet, you can become one and get in on these extended length episodes, which I think is very fun. Um, but until next time, everybody, have fun on Ravnica. Yeah. I uh, can't get, get enough murdered. of it. Don't. Yeah. Watch, watch your, your back. Watch your back. Get back out there. <laughs>